turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of uh, 10 o'clock. For the next two hours, you're stuck with me. My name is Mark Salem, flying pilot. Uh, I'm flying pilot to my... My, uh, what do I call you? <laughs> I can't really use it. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't do it on the air. <laughs> Is my wife. She's helping me out today, as she does all the time. I was able to hang a microphone on her about a year ago, and so she's decided that uh, rather than yelling at me in the quiet, you can actually talk to me. Exactly. Good. I don't have to correct you and remind you what you did wrong on the air. I can just do it right in person. Oh, that's good. That's good about <laughs> live radio. Yeah. But Gil has your button. Okay. I know. And he, so he can take you right down that yeah, fast. So can you, but yeah. I Six, can do you too. Yeah. I can reach yours. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. Larry Harker's Auto has been around since 1967. I don't know of very many shops that have been open that long. They're at 38th Avenue and Indian School. Bob and Ellen run and operate Larry Harker's Auto. Jeremy is a technician there that holds more ASE certifications than I have ever seen. He actually is certified in every test they make, and he's one of four in the United States that has that capability. So if you've got a car that, you know, meows every time you turn on the uh, radio, then he can probably track that down. But they also do oil changes all the way up to engines and transmissions and everything in between. So if you live near 38th Avenue in any school, may I suggest you stop by Larry Harker's Auto, get an oil change, and see how you like them and how they like you. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's, you know how aggravated I get when we're watching TV. Yes. Especially about car stuff. Because there's just so much that's wrong. Just so much that's wrong. 602-508-0960, you'll need to remember that phone number. We just watched something. It was on the news, and it was about this um, car warranty package. And we take everything from twenty to 150,000 miles and blah, blah, blah. And we're going to take care of this, and we're going to take care of that. I don't like those commercials because virtually nothing in there is the truth. Because I see the other end of that. So one of the things that really bothered me about this commercial Mm -hmm. was that they showed a picture of the dashboard. Right. And it showed a check engine light, an oil light, and a battery light. Yes. And they were all red. Mm -hmm. Guess what? Doesn't happen. They're not red. (laughs) Yeah. Um, The check engine light is yellow, which means caution. Right. You can drive it. This is really self-serving, though, because mm-hmm. this is like the red light comes on, and, and they show it as a check engine light. They show it as red. I showed it to you. Right. And so that, that creates this perception. Now, when we talk to customers, we say, 
Yellow means caution, continue to go drive, and red means stop. Yeah, continue to drive, but get it checked when you can, as soon as you can, not, you know, not months down the road, probably. Fair enough, fair enough. So the yellow, the check engine light should always be yellow. It always is yellow. It's never red. It's just the computer saw something that was a glitch, something it didn't like. It turns on the check engine light, and behind that is a code. You can get the code, and you can Google the code, and you can go get doctors and have everybody tell you what to do with it. But I can't tell you. If you give me the code, I cannot diagnose your 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 code over the radio or over TV or anything else. Mm-hmm. Can't do it. There is serial stream data behind that. And otherwise, we get to watch a lot of sensors work. So if the throttle position sensor is at on a 1 to 10, well, we'll do it on a 1 to 5 scale because it really is. If it's at 1, that means you're at idle. And if it means 5, you're wide open throttle. So if we go test drive the car and we let it idle and it gives us the number 1, and then we go wide open throttle on your car, which is the way most of the time my wife drives, then we're going to see a 5. So we got those two dynamics. All right, what about the battery light that's red? I have no idea. I mean, I think if you had a battery that was dead or it's not working, you wouldn't be going. Okay. And and what it is, is it's I see something in the electrical charging system. Okay. okay. This might be the only exception in this respect. You can drive it a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna, You're going to run out of electricity sooner than later. Okay. So if you need to drive another mile home, I would say to you, come on home. Mm-hmm. Because the alternator light or the battery light is going to be a battery, an alternator, some kind of an electronic glitch. But most of the time, it's because the battery voltage drops below the threshold, okay. which is about 13 volts. So it doesn't mean stop where you're at. Okay, how, the red, the oil light, mm-hmm. red? Yeah, I would say stop. That pretty, has to be stop. Right. Because you've got an oil pressure problem, and the risk is huge. Mm-hmm. The risk is a motor. And so you have to pull over and stop within the count of five. Yeah. A Um, tow is a lot cheaper than an engine. We say that all the time. Yeah. We say that all the time. So with respect to uh, an oil light, which is red, Mm got to stop right now. How about an overheat, I think, too, would be the other thing. It it is. Yeah. It it is. Now, the overheat, if you got a block more to go, yeah. And same with the uh, alternator light, the battery light. Just go. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the alternator light, I would say if you're 10 minutes away from home or you got another 10 to 15 minutes of driving, Mm -hmm. and I'm playing the odds there, but the chances are that if the voltage drops below 13, the light probably comes on. Well, you've got between 13 and 12 volts to continue to drive. Mm -hmm. I would turn off the air conditioning. I would turn down. I would turn off a lot of the accessories that consume electricity, and I would drive it home if it was another 10 or 15 minutes. Yeah. So there's red and there's yellow, and they kind of mean something different, but red means stop. So the default is stop Mm -hmm. because the toe is cheaper. And the, the red means Red means stop, but the yellow means continue on. You're okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so the commercial we were looking at showed all three of them red. The check engine light, the battery light, and the something else. I forget. Uh, oil what. light. Oil light. Um, and you're saying that really never happens like that. Well, it, it's, it, it'd be really ironic if you got all three of them. Okay. Um, if you had an overheat light, one of that was not one of them. It was no, oil. It, wasn't. it was battery. And it was... Uh, Oil, battery, check and check engine light. Yeah. If you had an overheat, that's going to be a red one. Mm-hmm. So we got to stop then. Um, if we have an ABS, usually that's yellow mm-hmm. because the ABS system's down, but your brakes are fine. But a red brake 
means you got to stop. Stop too, if so, you can. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, you're going to be able to stop. <laughs> so, well, I don't know that anybody's come in with a red brake or a, I know. ABS because yeah. ABS is just anti-lock braking system. And when the light comes on, the computer's saying, "I shut that down." Not your brakes, but the ABS. Yeah, it just uh, yeah. It maybe explain. Well, they know ABS. Yeah, what that is. Adam. Automatic, um, <laughs> automatic braking system. Okay. So it's an assist. So it keeps your tires from skidding. So if we can stop you fast and keep the tires rotating, the computer cycles the fluid. So it's watching the speed of the tire, and you're doing, in your case, 110 miles an hour. You apply the brakes, and if the tire goes to zero, the computer releases that. This happens at the blink of an eye. Okay. And it releases the pressure, and then they sees the tires start going, and it's looking at all the rest of them, and it's going, okay, everybody's going, you know, 90, 89, 88. So it knows what the parameters are. Yeah. So it, and when the computer loses sight, you're driving down the road, and three of the tires say 55 miles an hour, and one says zero, mm-hmm. your ABS light's coming on. Okay. So that's and all you'd is. still have manual brakes. You just wouldn't have the, the great stopping ability, but you still should be able to stop. Not manual brakes. You'd have your normal brakes, but okay. you're right about everything else. Okay. Because all right. Or that's what I meant, just the normal braking. And, and by the way, mm-hmm. you're the only one in this room that's ever gone 110. I don't remember that, but let's go to the callers. Gil, who's first? That would be Charles. Charles, how are you? Good. How you doing, Mark? I'm good. Thank you for asking. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Um, I got a 98 uh, Toyota Tacoma, just a little base model, two-wheel drive, 2.4 liter. Uh, about a month ago, I'm getting on the freeway, and I stick my foot in it, and it starts stumbling. It throws a code, tells me it's the um, mass airflow sensor. So I replace it, one from AutoZone. Uh, it helped. It, it cleaned up the stumbling, but now it's hard to start in the morning. Got to crank it three or four times before it finally lights. And uh, I've been doing a little research on it. Somebody said it might be the uh, uh, what is it, idle air control valve. Wondering what you might uh, think about that. Okay, you gave me everything I need to know. I'm getting ready to chew your butt. Okay. okay. <laughs> really and truly. Uh, and let me just think out loud. And at the end of this conversation, my wife's going to go, simmer down, simmer yeah. down, which yeah. is what she always says. Um, and let me ask you a question. Do you still have the check engine light after you replace the mass airflow sensor? Yes, sir. Okay. All right. Um, that's, the, that's the risk. Now, you got a car that's 98. So if I'm not mistaken, that's 30-some-odd years old. Right. It's 23 years old. Okay, well, don't don't fix my mouth. <laughs> okay. Uh, I got a lot on my plate right now. I got my wife, and I'm trying to get my button in case she says a bad word. Okay, the mass airflow sensor, the boot, there's a there's a hose in front of it. And right. I'll bet you dollars to donuts, that's a pleated hose. And I'll bet you dollars to donut that hose is leaking air. Now, here's why. I, just, I replaced it. It's brand okay. new. Is that the front one or the back one? The one closest to the air filter or the one closest to the motor? Yeah, the one closest to the air box. Okay. Does, then is the mass airflow sensor just attached right to the intake, or is there another hose behind the mass airflow sensor? There, there's a small um, coupler that goes between the throttle body and the, the metal tube that goes over to the elbow tube. Okay. All right. You know, what the computers, and especially because you have the code still, the computer's saying, I have some unmetered air, or I don't understand it. Normally at 20 miles an hour, I see a number of two. But in your particular case, I see a number of one. 
So I'm thinking to myself, and so is all the technicians I know, we have unmetered air. So we got air being introduced to the motor, and the, the mass airflow sensor isn't measuring that air, doesn't have a chance to measure that air. It could be a small amount of air, 10% of the air. But the computer's yeah. going to look at the historical data and go, wait a minute, if I'm doing 50 miles an hour, I should have, you know, five. But in this case, I got three. So it's that kind of dynamic. Now, the idle air control motor, that's just a joke. The idle air control motor opens and closes and controls your idle. You want to test the, the idle air control motor? Do this. Get in your car, stand outside, the hood open, and have your wife start it up. And you don't stand in front of it. You stand on the side of it, okay, just in case she's mad at you. So you stand at the side, and you listen to the motor, close your eyes. And then you say to your wife with your hand, turn on the air. You're going to hear a click, and you're probably going to hear the idle drop just a tad and come right back up. That's the idle air control motor says, oh, we just dropped. Let's bring them back. So air on, air off, and you'll see that. There's no way an idle air control motor is going to cause a mass airflow sensor code. There's just no way. So okay. I, I, I want to caution you because I'm guessing, and I get to talk to you. <laughs> I get to ask you things. And so on the right. Internet, I could make a million dollars writing those or putting those stupid videos up there as yeah. if I was some kind of What else expert. would cause a hard, hard start after that? And that's a good thing. Um, when he first said that it fell on its face, I'm thinking fuel f- or fuel pressure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he said he had a mass airflow sensor code. Mm-hmm. Well, the mass airflow sensor cu- doesn't care what fuel pressure is. Okay. Not at all. So that was the kind of... of of dynamic, I, I was thinking along with what he said. I let him go because mm-hmm. I got lots of information. Mm-hmm. So that's the way it is. And stop guessing me, second guessing me. Okay, we've got a caller, Gail. Who's who is going to wait through the break? Well, thank you. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Thank you, Charles. Hey, Gil, do we have another caller? Gil, do we have another caller? Uh, yeah, but we also have oh, okay. I was just going to. Tom is next. Okay, I just wanted to tell him. Tom, you're next. Stay there. 602-508-0960. Phoenix Body Works is a family-owned and operated collision repair facility that opened in 1982. That's over 35 years ago, helping family and friends with their collision repair needs with unparalleled honesty, integrity, and quality. We have grown into the finest collision repair facility in the Valley of the Sun. We are located on 19th Avenue, one half block north of Deer Valley Road, We're open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m., and on Saturdays from 9 a.m. to 12 noon for estimates. Give us a call at 623-582-1434 or visit our website at www.phxbodyworks.com, view our YouTube video, or read our Yelp reviews. Remember, it's your vehicle, and you decide who repairs your vehicle, not the insurance company. We work with all insurance companies on your behalf, and eliminate the stress of dealing with the repairs. We are not beholden to the insurance company. At Phoenix Body Works, we work for you. This is a Jackson Hewitt tax service announcement. Don't want to wait weeks for your tax refund? That's a reason to go to Jackson Hewitt Tax Service. File your taxes with Jackson Hewitt and ask a tax pro how you could get up to $3,200 fast with a no-fee refund advance. It's a 0% APR loan from Medibank that's available before your tax refund is, so you could get money when you need it. Go to jacksonhewitt.com to learn about availability, terms, and how you could get money on a prepaid card fast, like today fast. Go to Jackson Hewitt today. That's Jackson Hewitt. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. 
It only takes a minute to find out if you may have prediabetes. And you can do it at doihaveprediabetes.org. But you're probably not going to. Nope. I'm sure you've got a perfectly good excuse. Kids, work. <laughs> I get it. You're busy. So what better time than now? Let's begin. Raise one finger if you're a man. Ladies, none yet. Oh, count in your head if you're driving. Now, three more fingers for everyone over 60, two over 50, one over 40, one more if you're not physically active, another finger if anyone in your family has type 2 diabetes, another if you've got high blood pressure, if you're overweight, raise another finger, two if you're very overweight, and three if you're really overweight. You've just taken the world's first audio pre-diabetes test. And if you're holding up five or more fingers, visit doihaveprediabetes.org or talk to your doctor. There's no excuse because prediabetes can be reversed. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. Don't miss a thing with the all-new Patriot app. Just visit your app store and download today. 20 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock, my name is Mark Salem. Renee Salem sitting here next to me, 602-508-0960. John, you stay right there because in about... 10 seconds, I'm coming to you. If you're anywhere near I-17 and Deer Valley Road and you don't have a shop, Action Auto is at that corner on the northwest corner. Full service, family-owned auto repair shop. Tom's been around since 1983, and I've known Tom since 80 through 83. I knew him even before he opened up his own shop. He's a good guy. He has ASE Master Certified Technicians, and he'll make sure you're treated fairly. So that's Action Auto, northwest corner of Deer Valley and I-17. Did I say Deer Valley right? Mm-hmm. Yep. All righty. We're going to go to John. John, good morning. Good morning. Uh, what do you think of these uh, uh, synthetic, motor oil, motor, uh, synthetic oil filters that say they can go 20,000? It's, um, it's, a, it's a tag. Okay. It, 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 we're we're kind of making the filter sound like the, the oil. It's true that we can go between 15 and 20,000 miles on a synthetic oil. It's true. Um it and and the reason why is is that the parameters of 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 protection are huge. Put your hands three inches apart, and that's regular oil. Put your hands six inches apart, and that's semi-synthetic or blended oil. Now put your hands two feet apart, and now you got synthetic. What they want to do is is that if they put an oil filter that says synthetic, it's going to cost you more, and it won't do a damn bit of good. So I want to tell you that virtually every oil filter in the United States is either made by Wix or Champ. Wix or Champ. There's no one that can argue about that. And I can tell you that the same filter goes through the same manufacturing of a particular number. Let's call it a pH 30. A 30 goes through this manufacturing. Then when it goes through the paint booth, it gets painted of, you know, 20 different names. So I'm willing to bet, and I would really like it if you'd let me know, Mark, at MarkSalem.com. Let me know what you find with respect to the new synthetic filter cost to you and then the regular Fram or Champ or Wix or something like that. Yeah. But but you don't need the synthetic filter. You don't need it. So you think just a regular filter will go that long too? Absolutely. Okay. What they're doing is they're tying into your oil. Right. And they're saying, oh, the oil is going to go 20000 So can our filter. Well, so can my filter that's two ninety nine. Okay. It can go that long. Okay. Don't. All right. So you can use synthetic. You can use synthetic oil with a regular oil filter. Um, yeah. Oh, I do. Let's change the question. Okay. 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 Change that the works. question. <laughs> yeah. How uh, how many synthetic cars you got, Mark? Five, six, seven. 
you, in the fleet, in, yeah. in the shop. Yeah, I use semi-synthetic, but you, I know you guys use well, synthetic. You use, right. I use synthetic. Alan uses synthetic. Andy uses synthetic. Everybody. Yeah, for the diesels. And the and diesels. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the answer is, is I buy the cheapest oil filter I can find. <laughs> it's true. I, I do. Know. I buy yeah. the cheapest oil filter yeah. I can find. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, that's good news to know. Well, thank you. All righty. You betcha. Hey, back to Charles. Yeah. It, so... He should probably go and get it checked out rather than doing a bunch of different parts to just throw at the vehicle trying to fix it. It it would probably be to his benefit to go to a shop that can actually diagnose it. Okay, ring, answer the phone. Hello. No, you don't answer the phone. (laughs) Salem Boys Auto. Okay, um, I have a mass airflow sensor code on a Tacoma that's a 1998. Okay. Um, What would the diagnostic charge be to to tell me exactly what that is? 79 to 129. Okay. And what dictates the difference between the two? Just how much testing we have to do. Okay. We can read the code and then we go in whatever direction that says, but we still have to do some testing in order to figure out what exactly, what parts and labor is needed to fix your car. And that's exactly you said. Yeah, otherwise, we're going to get to the end and we're going to be exact. We're not exactly. going to be guessing. And we're going to guarantee our Okay. Or diagnosis. I want to put my own part in, though. You still do the diagnosis? I mean, we do the diagnosis, but then we can't guarantee your part. Th- the repair and your part, yes. Okay. Yeah, we gotta, you got to put it in right, and you got to buy a good part. Okay. Okay, so that's really what it all boils down to. It, mm-hmm. it, it really has to do with um, just six of one and half a dozen of the other. Yeah. The, the, the oil filter just... That and that and that those ads for that oh, aftermarket warranty. Do we own an aftermarket warranty? No. Uh, and 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 so let's talk about the aftermarket warranty real quick. Um, does it cover shop supplies and environmental charges and Never. sales tax? Okay. Never. They always have a deductible, almost always. Right. Okay. And so we call them up and we say, Hey, we got this Tacoma in here and it needs a mass airflow sensor. Mm-hmm. And they say, How much is a mass airflow sensor and how much is the labor? Let's play, let's pretend 150, 150. Okay. okay? The mass air is probably going to be more than that, but right. 150, 150. So they say, Well, let us look. And they say, Hey, um, we can buy one for $75. We'll, we'll ship you one. Mm-hmm. And I said, Well, how long is that going to take? Yeah. Oh, it'll take a couple of days. So you, why don't you call my customer, your customer, and tell them that your truck's going to be held up for two days while you send me something from Korea in a regular box, mm-hmm. and it doesn't have a name brand on it that I recognize. No, well, that's what we're going to have to do. And also, we're looking at some labor books here, and you're way overpriced on your hundred and fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. Well, what 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 do you think is? Well, I only have eighty. Well, I got. $70 in diagnostic. Oh, no, it's only $25 to diagnose that. Mm-hmm. So that's what we go through all the time. Right. It's a fight all the time. And I remember we had a, a BMW in there that needed a rack and pinion. Mm-hmm. So um, we took the rack out because we needed some measurements on it. Our intention is take the rack out, put it back in, a, a new one back in or a rebuilt one, whatever. So we take it out and we look at it. We put it back in. They call us and they say, well, we need some more numbers on it. And we got our numbers, but okay, we drop it back down. So they say, okay, well, we're going to send you a rack because they don't like our price. And I said, well, how long is it going to take you? And he says, oh, it'll take four or five days. And I said, I got this car apart on the hoist. You're going to tie up one of my hoists for four or five days. Well, just take it off the hoist. Oh, that's great. How am I going to steer it? Mm-hmm. How am I, wh- what do I do? Just let it go? Yeah. So the whole thing is, and then they're always whittling on us. They'll never pay us fair market value. Mm-hmm. They'll always complain if we're buying a dealership part. Although I'm 
I'm an advocate of that. There's lots of parts you don't need to go to the dealer. But they never let us go to the dealer, even if it's a proprietary part. Mm -hmm. If it's nothing else we can get, we tell them that. It's a fight. It's a fight. Yeah, it is. And most of the time they come back and say, oh, we don't cover that under this your policy. And I, I can't tell you how many times we hear that. But what about this one? This is the king of all of that. We're not going to cover her radiator. Uh-huh. Why? It's it, Well, because she can't show a transmission flush. Yeah, I remember that. <sighs> what has a transmission flush got to do with the radiator? Well, there's a cooler, a transmission fluid cooler in the radiator. And uh, he says, you know, the radiator went bad. And because she didn't change her transmission fluid, I said, look, and I'm leaking coolant. This has nothing to do with a transmission cooler leak. There's no oil in the radiator. All I got is coolant, but I'm leaking there. And there's no water in the transmission. Mm -hmm. So this has not, and they still, they never bent on that. Yeah. So it's just game after game. And how many times do they actually ask us for maintenance records that are completely unrelated? Yeah, quite a few. And they they say, well, you know, where's the brakes at? Well, 95% gone. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I need to send some tire rotations. Why? Well, when you re- rotate the tires, you check the brakes. What difference it would have made if we want to change the brakes at 75 or 95? What difference does it make? Mm-hmm. We just we don't like to go past that 80% point, gone, 80%, right. 20% left. But they'll sit there and argue with us. Mm-hmm. One of the guys that used to run um, a, a phone bank. Okay. In the in Arizona, um, for the aftermarket warranty, a lots of them. Okay, lots of. Them. Oh yeah, I know who you're talking about. I never liked him. Okay, I never liked him. He was, he he just he wore the underwear of all of those people, and it was his job to deny claims. Mm-hmm. I I was a friend of his, and we spoke. I didn't ask for his favors or anything, but I never did like him. Two reasons. Number one, who he worked for. And number two, how he care- He wore their underwear. He wore their underwear. He used their shaving cream. And, and his, somebody stuck their hand uh, and moved his mouth. Okay. And that, <sighs> thanks for getting me all wound up. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open. I'm Mark Salem Renee's here, and we'll be right back. Did you know Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons Tom and Paul operate Raintree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint and it's waterborne paint so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Hey, Seth Leapson here, and I wanted to let you know about the Ask Solar Sandy Show, airing every Saturday at 5 p.m. and Sunday at 10 p.m. here on 960 The Patriot. Did you know you can go to AskSolarSandy.com and see actual proof from homeowners whose power bills have dropped to zero? And now the power company is buying power from them. Did you know there's still a tax credit and you'll receive $1,000 back from the state if you convert to solar this year? 
Folks, you've got to check this show out Saturdays at 5 p.m. and Sundays at 10 a.m. And make sure to visit AskSolarSandy.com. Okay, Simon, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right. And what do people normally wear? Clothes. Exactly. So now Mommy's going to teach you how to dress yourself. Clothes keep us warm, they look good, and if we go out without them, the neighbors will talk. So it's important to know how to get dressed. Here's how it's done. Underwear always comes first, name, tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole, or you have to start all over. If you're wearing a tie, it goes over, round, round, through, and pull tight. Tuck your shirt into your pants and zip up your flap. Socks go in first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops. The rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and you're left with bunny ears. I love bunnies. Good to know. Now remember, spots don't go with stripes, socks don't go with sandals, and if you've tucked in your shirt, wear a belt. Got it? Why are your pants on your head? Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But spending just two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier and could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. For fun two-minute videos to watch while brushing, visit 2min2x.org. That's 2min2x.org. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Miles, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. Captain Eric Lawrence was training Afghan soldiers when his truck was hit by an IED. I was on the way from Kandahar to Klot. I hit an IED that just took the truck and threw it up in the air and slammed it on the ground. I knew at first that I I got hurt pretty bad because I couldn't move my legs. I sat home alone for months. I didn't want that anymore. I wanted to go back to work. I was hesitant at first, you know, because I didn't work for a good year. I want to be a productive person. I don't want to be a drain on society. I want to be a positive thing in society. PBA helped me write my resume, got me a job interview. I got the job. Helping veterans like Eric is what we've done for over 65 years. Paralyzed Veterans of America, paving access for veterans' employment through Operation PAVE. For more information, visit pva.org. A public service message from Paralyzed Veterans of America. You're never too old, too wacky, too wild to pick up a book and read with a child. This is Andrew Morrill, president of the Arizona Education Association. Reading to your child now can spark a lifetime of reading and learning. Students who read, and are read too, do better in school and in life. Every child can learn to read, and reading may be the most important thing they'll ever learn. A message from the Arizona Education Association. Everybody, 34 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. Thompson's Auto Repair is the only shop in Mesa that, I'm sorry, I can say at a boy, at a girl. Brian and Thelma are really good people. They have a really good shop. Both of them have tremendous family background in Mesa that probably goes back to the 60s. So if you're in Mesa, action, um, no, if you're in Mesa, Thompson's Auto Repair is who I'd go. They've been around in that location since 1970. They're on Main Street, just east of Stapley. Let's go ladies first. She called in first. Darlene, how can I help you? Oh, good morning, Mark. Um, I have a 2011 uh, Subaru Outback V6, which is getting close to the 60,000-mile service. And I have the little booklet that they say there are certain things that need to be done. And I'm wondering how much of it is foo-foo and how much of it really needs to be done. Do you have the book in front of you? I do. Now, the uh-huh. engine oil filter, I understand. Got it. I'm not sure about an oil treatment. Oh, throw that away. Okay. okay. Uh, rotate tires, I understand that. Yep. Uh, a fuel system treatment, I nope. think that's just the bottle of the stuff that you buy and stick in your gas tank. 
it's it's going to be between seventy nine and one hundred and twenty five dollars. We're going to cl- we're going to spray this stuff in and clean the back of the intake valves, and we're going to do all that. And you say, what symptoms do I have today that you're going to fix? And they won't have an answer to that. Let's move on. That's okay, bad. so shouldn't do that. Okay, okay. Uh, replace the engineer filter. It has a K and N filter in it. Clean it. Uh, yeah. Br- <clears throat> yeah, I do. Every yeah, um, brake fluid exchange. Nope. Okay. Uh, front differential service and rear differential service. And, and it's an eleven, so it's eight. Twenty eleven. Yeah. yeah, it's nine years old. Sixty thousand miles. The rear differentials were done at thirty thousand, but I okay. don't think the front was was done. Do the fronts? That okay. I would do that. Okay, uh, a battery thermal service. I have baking soda. And, <laughs> so. and just make sure they're clean, and, and then paint the. Go down and get some cheap paint. Paint the positive red and the black, and the negative black. And here's why: you're, you're with some people that have had a couple of drinks. They need a jump start. They lift the hood on your car and it's dark, they can see red and black. So we know how to hook the cables up. That's something I've been doing since 1970s, is painting the cables just for people, so using enamel paint. Okay. Uh, An engine decarbon. Nope. Oh, yeah, these are... All right, we've already passed on three to $400 worth of stuff. That's why that's why I'm checking because okay. I think a lot of this is uh, a money maker. And then they say replace spark plugs, non-turbo and non-new age. And I'm not sure. Uh, I can't find in the book what type of spark plugs I have. If doesn't they're platinum or doesn't make any difference. Change you're going to change them in eighty to a hundred, unless oh, you have an engine miss. Unless you have an engine miss. So eighty to a hundred, okay. you're going to do plugs. Okay, and a coolant, flu- a coolant fluid exchange, but in the book it says this doesn't need to be done for 11 years or a hundred and some odd thousand miles. You just answered your own question, and you also said something okay. about brake fluid flush. Yes. Uh, no, the answer is no. Now, there is no. a test okay. for moisture. There is a test for moisture, so you can say to them, first of all, give me the parameters for brake fluid test, moisture test, and let's pretend on 1 to 10 scale. They say, I need it to say uh, 9 to 10, and you say, fine, run the test and, and give me the results. Okay. So that you and, can do that. Uh, okay. A service automatic transmission. Because of the years, I'd probably do that. You're, you're nine years into this. I don't care about the 60,000, but here's the problem. Heat cycles. How many times has it been fully heated up and cooled down? There's a good chance that only 50% of the time has this gone to Flagstaff and back. That's the kind of heat up and heat cycle. So, yes, if you were my mom, um, and I liked my mom, and I obviously I do, I oh, would say, good. yeah, let's go ahead and do the 60. Okay. It's been, it spent a lot of time in Canada, so it didn't have the, the heat system from, from down here. Um, an injector service? Nope. That's the same as all the other flushes. Those are called wallet <laughs> flushes. Okay? We're just flushing oh, your wallet. Okay. Yeah, but you yeah, know what? Have you, got an, have, yeah. have, have you got an, a number on this, uh, this service? How Repair? much? Yeah, service. Uh, no, I haven't. I just have the book. I'm just... Uh, I'm just getting okay. the information so I don't look like a, a dumb woman going in. Um, okay. And then okay. they say a throttle bottle service and an internal engine decarbon. Just, oh, my goodness. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. <laughs> Crazy. I, I tell you what, I'd, if somebody gives you a bid, 
Um, that's going to be north of $1,000. So, all right, give me a couple more real quick because I'm up against a break. That's it. That's it. So oh. actually all I need to do is the, uh, you said to do the brake fluid, to do the front differentials, and uh, to do the automatic clean. transmission. Yeah, and clean the air filter and change the oil and check the brakes while you're there. It, oh, and check it, the brakes. This, okay. this is a wallet flush extraordinaire. This is a wallet flush. Now, let me, real quick, let me ask you a question. The list you just went off of, you said something mm-hmm. about it's different than the owner's manual. I thought we were going through the owner's manual, or is this a list uh, provided by somebody else? This is the else? one from the car dealer. Oh, <laughs> answers my question. Answers my <laughs> yeah. question. But then when, That's I, exactly when I actually... Yeah, I actually looked in the book, and it did it, it did check off. A lot of it was inspect, 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 but then the spark plugs they said to replace, and I really thought okay. that was probably a non-event right now. Okay, but you also said flush the injectors, flush the intake manifold, flush the mm-hmm. back of the uh, the back of the valve, flush the internal engine. All those mm-hmm. flushes are going to be north of a hundred bucks. So the answer mm-hmm. is no. Yeah. Got to run, but you've we've okay. done a great job, and this is a perfect example of two different. The the one on paper that she was provided by the shop. Let's right. just go by the shop because mm-hmm. independents and chain stores do that too. Yeah. So the one that's provided by the vendor is always self-serving. It's always got stuff on there that we. Do you know how long it takes us to do some of those um, flushes? Yeah. I mean, we, we might be using some expensive equipment that's already been paid for, but we make a lot of money on those flushes. Here's the here's the difference, folks. There has to be a symptom related. So if you have a symptom and they say we need to flush your tailpipe, you look at them and say, I'm not paying for guesses. If you're going to flush it and you're going to fix it by flushing the tailpipe, I'm going to hold you to that. But if I have a problem and I still have the same engine code or I still have have the same symptoms, we're going to back this train up and I'm not going to pay for the $110 worth of wallet flush you just gave me. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. And good for you for looking in your owner's (laughs) manual, too, because most people don't do that. It's most men don't do that. 602-508-0960. We'll be right back. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Does your business utilize the digital marketing trifecta? I'm talking about putting the right message in front of the right people at the right time. Salem Surround delivers the digital trifecta by targeting your ideal customers on their smartphones, tablets, computers, even smart TVs. When they're checking their email, surfing the internet, or on their social media. You want real ROI from your marketing budget? Call Salem Surround today at 602-707-1011. That's 602-707-1011. Your competitors won't know what hit them. It takes 12 years to create a graduate. It takes about the same time to create a dropout. The difference between a child becoming one or the other could be you. Studies prove that reading to a child regularly dramatically improves reading skills. And kids who read well by third grade are four times as likely to graduate. So United Way is calling for one million volunteers over the next three years. We're asking you to step up, make a pledge, tutor a child who needs help, Mentor a kid who needs someone on their side. Volunteer to read to children. Make a difference. Because when a child advances, we all advance. Entire communities improve. The path to success or failure starts long before graduation day. And the difference between a graduate and a dropout could be you. Be a reader. Tutor or mentor. Give. Advocate. Volunteer. Live united. Take the pledge. 
Go to liveunited.org now. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. Patriot app tip number six. Find the latest articles from Town Hall, Hot Air, or even the most recent posts from Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Dennis Prager, and more, all on the Patriot app news feed. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Well, welcome back, everybody. 43 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. Um, the, in order, we're going to do these callers because the one's been waiting. But really quick, let me tell you something. I met a guy the other day named Bud. He was one, He's a colonel. Mm-hmm. Uh, evidently, he only answers to the commandant, which gives you visions of MASH. Okay. He was one of the nicest guys I ever met, but he's big and tall and tough. Okay. So he was in the Marine Corps. He lives in Sun City. Mm-hmm. He says, who do I go to? And I said, you're going to go to Autodynamics. Autodynamics is, is the best shop in Sun City that I know of. They've been around a long time, since 1982. Derek runs it. His father opened it. His father is now retired. So they're at Northside of Grand, 99th Avenue, Autodynamics. For those of you that live in that area, that's where you should go. Let's go. Gene, you're up first, and thank you for holding. How can we help you? Oh, no, no problem. First of all, I love your show. Um, Thank you. My question is, my son just bought a 1999 Toyota 4Runner. It's got 210,000 miles on it, so it's kind of old in the tooth here. But uh, it has a really bad exhaust odor. I mean, very, very strong. I don't know if it's not burning the fuel properly or what, but it is just horrible, horrible smell. It, It doesn't have a color, or is it black or blue? Smoke. Smoke. Oh, there's tablet. no smoke. Okay. I don't see any smoke. Uh, okay. All right. No Fair enough. Smoke. It's just, just bad okay. odor. Okay. I, I'm looking. I'm, I'm. Is it a rotten egg smell? No, it's not sulfur. It's like okay. yeah, like fuel smell. Okay. All right. Well, if the catalytic converter's working, then you're going to have rotten egg smell. If the catalytic converter's not working, then you're going to have a sulfur smell or a, uh, a yeah. yeah sulfur smell. If it's obviously running rich. It's not blue. The smoke isn't blue, and so that's not oil. So it's just running rich. The question is, is why? Is the fuel pressure regulator defective and letting the engine suck raw gas out of it? Is the oxygen sensor bad, causing the engine to believe that it's running really lean, so the engine turns up the faucet for gasoline? All right, Renee, i got to check. i got a car that's running rich. I, let's assume it has a check, check engine light on it. Okay, well, that's separate. what I was going to ask him. D- does it have it a check engine light? No. No? Okay. Right. Uh, probably 79 to 129, same thing. Is... And something's wrong here. Right. Okay, yeah. either either it's running rich and the check engine light is missing the bulb. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's old. <laughs> okay. All right, when you turn the key on, it, it comes on. That's good. Um I guess the answer is we don't go by codes. It's nice to know a direction by code, Mm -hmm. but this should be an easy one. We're going to plug in our scanners. We're going to look at the O2 sensors work. We're going to make it run rich, and it better say 5, and we're going to make it run lean, and it better say 1, and so so forth and so on. But if it's sit there and it's stuck at 4, and we're pumping all kinds of air into that motor, and we know we're running lean, or we start trimming down the fuel, then that's what happens. So this isn't going to be a tough one. Um, but it and, and then here's the deal, too. Smell the oil, and hopefully it's kind of clean, but if the oil is just drenched in hydrocarbons and mm-hmm. gasoline, then we're leaking gas into the engine as well, and that could be an injector. An injector no, will I, flood. I checked, I checked that. I didn't smell anything odd on the oil. It looked okay. clean and everything, so I did okay. check that because uh, I suspect that, you know, I've 
about that first. And, yeah, and, you're, uh, you're running uh, rich, but it's it's crazy to go out and replace the O2 sensors. You're more than welcome to do that, but there's a good chance that there's a lot of other places it could be. Yeah. So I, I better off just take it to a shop and have them run, put a diagnostic on it see. and figure out what it is. You just say to them, um, how much, uh, here's what I got. It's, you stand at the back of the car, and it's, it smells like fuel. It smells like sulfur. It smells this way. Come and smell it. How much is it going to charge for me to diagnose this? And if they're a good shop, they're going to give you a range. If they tell you 200 I'm not sure. But I like yeah. a range. They may say 100 to 200 I, I like that. But anyway, got to run, Gene. Thank you very, very much. Paul, you're up next. How can I help you? Thanks for taking my call, Mark. I'll, I'll try to not get you in trouble with your wife there on this call. Uh, <laughs> That'll be a first. Uh, show. Yeah, I've called before, and you've helped me out in the past. Uh, I've got a 2006 Toyota Tacoma 2.7 liter automatic. The other day I had to do a little bit of a panic stop, and it appears that the um, – ABS engaged when I did that stop. It didn't really skid, but I had to jam on the brakes. I wasn't going very fast when I did that. And it seems like ever since then, I've got a little bit of a chatter at low speeds, like maybe between 5 and 10 miles an hour, you know, when I'm just taking off and even when I'm slowing down in in that speed range. I didn't know if maybe something in the ABS system got uh, tweaked when I stopped or what. I don't know. Is it front or rear? the chatter it feels like the front and when you gently apply the brakes does it go away not completely okay i need you to run that test i need you to drive down the road drive down the road when the noise is there hold your foot steady your right foot drive like uh-huh. your wife put your left foot gently on the brake and just gently apply the brakes i don't i, I just get to want you to go to the spot where you slow down so just gently, yeah. I want to bring those pads into the rotors and cal or into the rotors and drums, whatever you got. And if you okay. say it goes away, then it's a brake adjustment. You probably went into an area of the brake application on front or rear, and you took it into an area it hadn't been for before. But if you don't have an ABS light on and you don't have a red brake light on, this is going to be something to do with the shoes or the pads. The shoes. The shoes or the pads. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, I thought it was brake-related, uh, but I don't have a light on or anything, and all my bulbs are in there, too. I know okay. that. Well, the reason I'm having you do this test, um, I just saved you 50 bucks too. The reason you, I'm having you do the test is if you walk in and say, I got this chatter and this noise. I'm doing 30 miles an hour. When my left foot, I just go and just to the point where I'm slowing down and the noise goes away. We're done. I mean, that's it. We're going to pull the wheels and find out which one it is. So, anyway, okay. put an extra $10 in the plate next time, okay? Will do. Okay. Guaranteed. Thanks a lot Thank for you. your help. You bet. Mike, you're up next. How can I help you? Oh, yes, I have a 2001 Chevy Malibu, and uh, it's got about 140,000 miles. Uh, last year, the transmission started kicking, and uh, so... I put in a few ex- a quart or two of uh, a transmission oil. I probably flooded it. Who knows? Uh, and anyway. Okay. What does it mean? It kicks. Is it a real rough shift? A real abrupt yes, yes, shift? Yes. That, that's correct. Okay. All right. Um, I'd probably want to drive that. I think you have a. I think you have a better chance of having something major wrong just because of the 140,000 miles because that's six times around the equator. People kind of lose track of that. The equator is 24,880 miles or something like that. If I can round it off for mathematic purposes, it's six times around the earth of the earth. 
I'm not quite sure you're going to need a transformation overhaul. That's the worst case scenario. But I'm a little concerned about the fluid. It didn't change anything, but I wish you would have had the car at idle, and I wish you would have had it in park, and I wish you would have pulled the dipstick to see where you're at. Yeah, this doesn't have a dipstick, unfortunately. This one, so. Uh, uh, but, uh, are you sure? <laughs> yes, sir. I, it's an 01. Right. <laughs> it's a sealed transmission? Uh, yeah, I just. I just yeah, All right. <laughs> Mine Sorry. was on a 2001. What? That car that Chevy we had. Valve, right? Well, and let me ask you a question. Sealed transmissions don't have uh, tubes to fill them up. Yeah, it doesn't. That's right. true. So he said he put two quarts in it. Yeah. Unless you put two quarts in the motor, I don't know. But <laughs> he, but an uh, 01, and in order for him to put that in there, it can't be. See, no, just a minute. I'm having an argument with the lady. <laughs> oh, I don't think she knows, she knows more than no, I do. No, I agree. Oh. I could never add transmission fluid. I could never check the fluid. On your edge. Yeah, no, it was on the... On the Jaguar. Oh, okay, well, that's a different story. Yeah, but... Yeah. No, uh, anyway, um, uh, anyway. Here's, here's what you do. Do you have okay. a shop you like? Not particularly. Okay. Um, where do you live? Uh, I-17 in Northern. Okay, just go down to Action Auto at Deer Valley, I-17, or go down to Kurtz at Bell. And okay. you tell them, I want to give you the symptoms. I want to kind of show you if you don't mind, and I'd like you to check the fluid. Okay, I'd like to show you what the symptoms are. Can we check the fluid first? And Mark Salem said he'd pick up the first forty dollars of the diagnostic because <laughs> no, there ain't going to be any. I, I probably put more than I should have in the transmission. I'm sure I had. But but yeah, can, you, can you flood the transmission? Yeah, yeah, it'll start spitting out the dipstick too. But by the sound of your voice, I'm betting you're not twenty years old. And so I'm betting that you don't drive it like a 20-year-old. I could get it to spit if you wanted to. <laughs> I could go roughhouse the hell out of it. I'm so, getting up there, but I think every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So are we, so, so it's all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you have your Medicare car yet? Oh, please. I've yeah, a few years now. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> no, all right. I, one, one quick one. I, I, I just replaced the master cylinder. If for some reason, it, the brakes seem to be a little mushy all of a sudden here. Did you do any fluid? Did you collapse the pistons with a C-clamp? Did you all the way around? Did you do yes, any of that? Yes, I saw my friend do that. Yes. Okay. No. Um, he, also, he also bled the brake. Uh, that's probably where where we got it. See, if you leave the brake system closed and you use a C-clamp, then after for the first 10, 20 applications, the pistons are going to go out, they're going to tighten up the pads, and you'll be fine. If you've got a spongy brake pedal... Um, 85% of the time, it's going to be we got air in the system. And, and I, I got to tell you something. I, um, I'm i not disparaging anybody, but I'd be kind of disappointed in the guys if they flushed the brake system, uh, bled the brake system on a brake job unless they had a reason. And um, I probably would have been upset if, if I could go out and duplicate the spongy pedal. Now, the the spongy pedal means it stops different places at different environments. 70-mile-an-hour stop, a 10-mile-an-hour stop, a 40-mile-an-hour stop, a hard stop, a soft stop. That's okay. when the pedal gets spongy. It's so. not dangerous, though, is it? Am I, am now, I okay? As long as you come to a firm spot at the end, I want you to go to the local self-service car wash. Go, go, go somewhere where they have slick concrete, okay? Right, right. And it's Sunday morning, nobody's up, and I want you to go kind of fast, 10, 15 miles an hour, then I want you to jam on the brakes. <laughs> Let the car sit right where it's at, get out, and look at the skid marks for all four. The mm. front should be a little longer than the backs, okay, and the yeah. front should be twice as long as the backs. 
And if you've got one wheel that's not laying down black rubber, then it's your wife's fault. (laughs) All right, sir. I sure appreciate it. Okay, you betcha. Spongy brakes. Gosh, I'm on a roll today. I have to behave myself because you're here. Oh, I can leave. (laughs) (laughs) You're in your pajamas. Go ahead and leave. I'll call you on that. Okay. Okay. All righty. She's not. I'm just teasing you. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. We got anybody in the wings? Okay. Lines are wide open. There's five of them. Mm -hmm. What did that mean? What? Jingle bells. He's just dead. No, that was the dog. Oh, that was the dogs. (laughs) Yeah. We're up north at the ranch, and the dogs are in the radio studio. Normally, they just lay down on the floor, but Jet just got up and shook, and I heard her uh, her collar um, yep, jingle. jingle bells are all put away. So. Yeah, okay. All righty. <laughs> anyway, it, when it comes time to car repair, you have to protect yourself. Um, if you'll, you know, I should give away some of those videos. We've got a videotape that's called Self-Defense for Car Expense. Mm-hmm. I made it for the Better Business Bureau years ago, and then it went to all the Better Business Bureau. And basically, it says stuff like this. It says, when they tell you you have a problem, or they tell you we want to do something like flush your armpits, you need to say to them, what symptom are you going to fix when you do that? There has to be a symptom and a, and a, and a service or a symptom and a repair. Oh, I need to do brakes all the way around. They're almost uh, I can tell you. of the cars we check, Mm -hmm. the front and the rear brakes have a different measurement. Oh, yeah. Different. The fronts can be 30% gone and the back can, well, let me change that around. Yeah, 30% gone and the backs can be 10% gone. Right. So, and I don't care if it's drum or disc, I don't care. So there's always a a difference, almost always a difference. Yeah, I'd say 95%. I mean, it's almost always different. You're right. And 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 it's usually a fifty-fifty kind of thing. If you do fronts at sixty or well, fifty thousand, let's say you do the fronts at fifty thousand, you're probably going to go to sixty or seventy-five thousand before you have to do the brakes. Mm-hmm. On my truck, I have a hundred thousand miles, never done the brakes. Your car has a hundred thousand miles. Have you ever done the brakes? I think I've done them once. Well, you should. The way you drive, you should. I do. Um, and you go up and down the mountain a lot. Yeah, but I do a lot more city driving than you probably. No, you do. So yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's it's, my it's, excuse anyway. Yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't going to call you on that. Yeah. <laughs> um, besides, you drive an F car, and yeah. they're notoriously bad on brakes. And those uh, those tapes that you were talking about. Well, we have some at the shop, but we could also mail them out if anybody wanted some. But I don't think when we did that, the flushing was quite as bad as it is now. Flush your engine. I mean, we never heard of that. And flush your this and flush your that. Um, You're right. It, that's just new stuff that they've come up with in the last five, ten years. And it's, it's been at least that because people aren't even going to recognize me. Yes. Nevertheless, the, the purpose of self-defense for car expense has to do with what you need to say. You can also say to them, you know what, let's just do this. My husband's going to ask me or my wife keeps track of whatever. Blame it on your spouse. Can you show me in the owner's manual where it says that? Not in a sheet he creates or he or she creates. And when I'm talking about this, I'm talking about dealers, independents, and chain stores. We're all guilty of that. The only person that's not guilty of that is me. (laughs) We don't have our own, and we'll do it based on what we do in our own car. There's a lot of shops that do just that. 602 Five zero eight zero nine sixty. Five lines are open. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. My Mark Salem will be back for another hour.